The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Indeed, welcome. Whoops. I'm going to just fix something here while you... Mm. Entertain the crowd. Okay. Um, if I you... fixed it. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God I didn't have to do anything. Gosh, just that terrible. hard. I know. Um, did you watch the Super Bowl? No. Not even for one second. I kind of did at the end. Just because no. I was in the area of the TV and it was on. So I guess that counts as watching. No. Do you know what I did? I got home from recording Patreon and... I went straight to my bedroom, put my pajamas on. Yeah. And I read The Killing Woods. What do you think so far? I love it. I'm obsessed. I'm like halfway through and I want to keep reading. Like I want to get this done right now. So guess what? The husband did it. Okay. Bye. I'm going to go read. How dare you? How dare you? No. Good. I, I haven't started it. You haven't? Well, I had to finish another book I had oh, okay. from the library, and so I had to return that because it's a, it's one you're on a list, so I don't, I can't renew it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to start it tomorrow and finish tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe I'll finish I think, tomorrow. Uh, it's a much quicker read, yeah. than the last one. Good. All yeah. right. I mean, it just. I mean, yeah, I like the other one too. I feel but like this I'm one motoring goes... through. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the other one too, but this one isn't so good. I'm uh, excited to start it. There's not as much flowery language, and yeah. but it's still really good. Good. So yeah, if you uh, don't know what the f we're talking about, uh, we started a new mystery book club with our assholes. So last month we read. A Canadian book that I can't remember what it was. Still Life. Called. Still Life. And this month we are reading The Killing Woods by Linda Berry. Yeah, join us if you want to read it and then we can give you. I have to give Shauna our dates. We can yeah. look at to pick. We're going to meet in the beginning yeah. of, we meet by Zoom and then um, we can cheers each other on the screen and we talk about the book and then we talk about other stuff. Right. And we get to meet each other and it's really fun. It is. So um, welcome to our podcast. If you haven't listened to us before, we are very old, decrepit bitches who love true crime and we are well aware that the husband fucking always does it. So that's... I mean, always in my... Because who else would be so angry at another person but your spouse right no one hates you like your spouse no, that's correct right so i mean it just come every yeah. once in a while there's a crazy you know you can't help it there's but the most random of the time it's your spouse passerby yeah that fucking weird golden state killer yeah uh that just do weird yeah horrible things but mainly 
like no one yeah. no one hates you like your partner right. right and that's what we all have in common we mm-hmm. all know we're with somebody if we are and they hate us yeah and so that that's what joins us together i had the stomach flu last week and then uh on sunday and then i stayed home monday and then from the deodorant factory and then phil started feeling bad on tuesday night and then was puking all mm-hmm. night tuesday night and um he still was like kind of feeling funky and he was talking to his best friend joe and he's like god i just still don't feel right and his friend said maybe megan's poisoning you and then he looked at me like wait are you (laughs) did you say yeah and i was like god damn it he figured it out god i mean you take the poison out in front of him with like the skull and crossbones on the lid and put it in his tea in front of him and, and give it to him and he still drinks it yep. like he's like i'm strong like bull yeah you told him it was just protein when it's clearly yeah. says poison it's cre- it, this is a pre-workout film yeah. he doesn't get it no nope. um we have two patrons we do Patreons. who are they tess mertens <gasps> johnson oh, tess that's our favorite bo- one of our favorite boss's sister yeah oh. yeah yeah. And um thank you, Tess. Thanks, Tess. She's great in the group too. Yeah. Like, oh, and Carrie Schuler. Schuler. <laughs> Carrie. Carrie. Carrie, we're happy you're here. And Tess, we're happy you're here. Um, but also fart. Did what? you you saw that from you in like just test. as much Text. yeah yeah um what is it called nobody like nobody likes anthony or nobody cares anthony nobody cares anthony and he does just reels in tiktoks but he reads horrible facebook group horrible but, facebook marketplace group and are in articles but mainly mainly hor- funny comments from facebook that are just like right. people are crazy so like the people, and it's hilarious yeah the people who ha- there's like a 70 year old woman right and she has a picture of herself or her profile and then underneath it it says like tacos or something yeah. like people that don't or, know what I they're just doing realized i've been taking the wrong medication yeah. for some time now <laughs> and that's what people put as their facebook quote you know i'm like you're not supposed to write that there but anyway he did one which i sent because mm-hmm. our friend Titi, who's queen of the pea hive mm-hmm. works somewhere where she sees terrible names terrible names and terrible spelling yes. all day long so she sends them to us and then i sent this one it was an article where a woman was upset because what she named her child, people were pronouncing it wrong. She named her child P-H-E-A-R-T. Fart. I, I, I mean, it's supposed to be fiart. How are they, how are they pronouncing it I mean, fiart and fart are just as bad as fart. But you send your... This little boy who's with McCracken in in kindergarten, and McCracken <laughs> has his McCracken on his locker, and then there's fart. And I, you have to go through the roll every year and have your teacher say, um, fart? And then do you say here? Or do you go... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you name the boy fart? I don't know. And then the... the Oh, Gail's daughter's getting married, but the boy's name is Fart. They had to change it, didn't they? I mean, they? you can't have your child named Fart. I how we, do you how do you get a job in your name? You say I'm Fart Mahiggins. What do you do? I don't know. 
Oh, but Fart has not joined Patreon yet. Probably because he's a dick. Well, then Beth, our friend, uh, listener Beth, is making a sourdough starter or she has a sourdough starter. Yeah. So she was like, what should I name it? And we were giving her all the names, the ridiculous names that TT tells us every day. And she decided on Fart. Yeah. But Dexter Fart. Dexter Dexter Fart. D-E-H- X-T-Y-R. X-T-Y-R. Dexter. Dexter yes. Fart. Yes. And, and Dexter Fart's doing well. But I can't. I just... That... Y- you can't name your child these terrible things like Fart and Adolf. No. And things like that. And Paige leanly and spell it with 72 letters. You can't do it to them because they're going to be an adult and have to go to a job. And you can't have their name be Fart. No. If you... But, I mean, I take you fart. That's not going to work. <laughs> I just don't understand how we are mispronouncing is it. Is it fart? What, what is fart. the pronunciation? Fart. Any way you say it. It's, it's horrible. Fart. Anyway, he fart. It's I mean, he's so going to get fart. made fun of all the time. Fart. Fart. Could you have the it, answer to this problem? Fart. No, it's still fart. And then... uh. A friend of mine who also was a deodorant had a boy named Anus. And he was from another country, but I understand that Mm. maybe Anus is a lovely name in another country, but it's Anus. (laughs) (laughs) And you cannot be taken seriously if your name is Anus. (laughs) And then Anus and Fart. That's... What do you... Oh, unfortunate. If you... If you love hilarious stuff on Facebook, they're always on Facebook too because only old people are. He's on He's a TikTok though too. But he, I mean, finds he talks about Facebook on Facebook, yeah. and then his old he people are terrible. Posts them on TikTok, and it's called nobody. Unreals. Nobody cares, Anthony. That this could be our double glitter. I died. Margaret Chuff wrote this on her page. I will be hosting Jim Rummy Night again at my place Sunday. All are welcome to join. I will have light refreshments and bottled water. Please let me know if you're coming. Nancy is not invited this time after the incident that occurred last Jim Rummy night, resulting in the termination of our 40-year friendship. (laughs) And then all these people are writing, like, the sad face, like... What did she do? Did she take a double-decker and shit in her top of her toilet? She must have done something like steal her man. Maybe. She stole her Ed or something. She stole Margaret's man. I don't know. But and he has a New England. Is that Boston? He has a very yeah. strong yeah. New England yep. accent. So it's fat. He was saying, who names a kid fat? fat. And someone did. Um, but yeah, check that out. Because you just he doesn't have very many now. I think he just started. But it's so funny. Because <laughs> his reactions are so funny. I just think what people write are funny. Well, oh my it, god! I was the just dumbest, yes. and people just have no dignity. <laughs> None. I don't want to ruin it for everyone, but now I'm looking. Oh, you you'll start with one, and you'll I know. watch every okay. single I one. Put it away. I gotta put it away, and okay. you can't stop it. Okay. Um, but do you have another glitter, or is- I have so many. Um, but yes, I bought a really, really, really cute heart sweater from amazon and we can put um, it in our new thing I, yes we can put it on our we're now amazon influencer amazon influencer page. do you have a very filthy um, underwear you want to buy new you can go yes. to our page well did we put our vibrator on it i 
have the one that on Amy. It. Oh, I didn't. Ha- I never got it. Amy never bought it for me. She bought it for everybody else. Oh, well, I, how do you make an Amazon influencer page? I don't know. It's, I have to I, read how to. Do, I have it, but I don't well, know. It how looks to, like you made a start. I but, did, but I don't have the things on it yet. Oh well, can you tell me how to do it? I don't even know how to do it. God damn it. So I have to read about it, but I don't have any time. Sitting really takes up most of my day. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting and staring at the wall, going bat 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 that's what I do all day. Um, that's good. I, I will send a picture. I'll try to figure it out I and then show you how to it's do it. It's really cute. It and they come in lots of different colors, but it's just like a, a sweater. A heart. I don't know. It's just it's a, a sweater a with a big heart with a fart. A heart. A fart. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I can't stop yawning. Jesus. Um, and I'm going to wear it tomorrow for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, that's just wonderful. Because I'm cute. You're cute. Yeah. And I feared. Feared. Okay, what is um, your gets? Mine is a very special item. It is a new litter box. Oh my god! I got for Randy. Well, see, Rachel or the girl—I mean, that girl who used to live here—took oh, care of the Randy's litter box, her. and so I forget sometimes. And then he's such a dick; he kicks and tra- tramples all the litter all over. So I saw on Amazon. This litter box called Breeze. And for some reason, I got the extra large. So it's like Paul Bunyan could go in this litter box. (laughs) But it takes like the pellets like you would give your guinea pig. It takes little pellets. And then he pees through the pellets. And then the pee's collected in like a pee pad that's in a little drawer. So you just change the pee pad like once a week. And there's no real pee in the thing. So it doesn't really smell. And then the poop, you just scoop up totally easy because the pellets... I mean, it's just so easy to clean. It doesn't stink. Mm. And you can't track out the pellets anywhere. Yeah. And so it's like been super easy and smells way better. And he, I was afraid he's so picky. They'd be like, I don't shit in this. But he's done it. He's been. He does. He, yeah. He's using it. Good job, Randy. So it's if you have cats. Randy the I murder cat. Thought it's a probably it's not like the robotic clean self-cleaning no. litter box, but it's very. Uh, it doesn't smell and it's very easy to very uh-huh. easy to clean. So I appreciated that. So Good. I thought I'll give it a little boost if you have kiats. Uh, I do not. We also, before we even start our mystery, I know if people are new, you're like, I thought I was listening to a murder podcast. We're getting to it. God, just we're getting to it. Wait. Um, we were hoping you'd find us charming. Yeah. And want instead to of disgusting. Say, but no, you don't. Um, oh. We also have a Facebook group. We have an Instagram. We got a new review that was super funny. I'll put up. So if you could give us reviews, we can use them and ratings. Send us message. We've had the nicest messages mm-hmm. that just I I I mm-hmm. they get me going when I'm staring and going. Like when she goes. And um. We have a Facebook group that's full of funny, funny, funny fuckers. Mm -hmm. I put my favorite thing was just how funny people were in responding to our third birthday post. And people put just either favorite episodes where you can check out ones to start if you're kind of new 
or favorite moments that I don't even remember, like things I don't even remember saying or Megan doing. I'm like, oh my God. Then I, then I remembered again. And then I laughed. Yeah. Then yeah. I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot that we did it, but it was so funny. Yeah. So that I enjoyed. That was just a good walk down memory lane. I liked it. That was nice. Um, my glitter, I mean, oops, my Facebook funny was my Auntie Jean put the picture of all the memes with people screaming, but then someone uh, like photoshopped pizza rolls in their mouth. God, and that's so true. It is. Because it's either freezing cold still in the middle or yes. surface of the sun. It is. And, and my you can't kids, tell on the outside. No, and my kids live for them. So I literally make them every other day in the air fryer. And then I have to cut them with a pizza cutter because Rory cries because it hurts. Oh, burns your face off. So, that one was so funny because it's just so true. Yes. I also liked our favorite boss ever, Angie Bounds. Yeah. Did you see the picture? Her family picture. I've never seen bangs so shiny shiny bangs i mean Does she put product they in the bangs? were very thick and just a curl under like it wasn't a high bang but my god how did and she wants that picture on her forensic use? files yeah she wants that up at her funeral um when she passed we have your fun- so, funeral pictures ready yes mine is ready and tiffany is ready yeah. so we're just cams is ready waiting. too right someone wrote about oh that was jen hatmaker for valentine <sighs> sorry i know you hate God. her but she wrote a funny thing like to my uh, valentine to her girlfriends she's like you know what pictures to delete from my phone immediately when i die and which ones to use for sure my- yep. yes that is true yeah that is i thought it was funny um all right, so we watched another Dateline. They're, they're just some good ones that we really need to cover, and even really good ones that we should do for Patreon that are just bonkers. Yeah. Um, this one is a weird one. It's a, it's a, if you listen to the Dateline podcast, which I do, I've seen every episode 400 times and still like listening to the podcast. It's called Return to Shalimar Way, mm-hmm. but there's also an updated one that's house on Shalimar Way. You mm. would think the return would be the updated one, but I don't think it is. I think the house. Are you sure? I think. Well, I when you told me this one, I was like, what the fuck? Every other dateline is named like the house road on, on Street. Yeah, the house on Diarrhea Lane. Yeah. The cottage in the well, shitting they don't woods. know what like, to name their episodes either. They're like, just, well, they need to be better about it. Like, well, they should be better because they have producers. Our producers me. always Our just producers a fucking piece of shit. Always it's me. make sure. Yeah, <laughs> huge me. piece of shit. I'm the producer. Uh, yeah, they but it's house or return. Their... Just look for Shalimar Way, and it mm-hmm. will pop up on mm-hmm. the podcast you need to watch the ep- i had to watch the episode through a facebook page because this one just wasn't on peacock god that's annoying. but i found it on a facebook page and watched it yeah. so i could see the year is of course Ooh, the 2012 the last one we did or like two times ago the was last 900 we've done the are 2012. secrets of birchview drive remember that yes. they're all with the name of the street. Well, they, don't, they just can't think of good titles Come like on. with balls in their title or something. The Trouble at Dill Creek Farm. I can't keep it 
straight. No. Okay. No, and the house ones are so hard because you don't remember what lane was what. Yeah. Okay. So Shalimar lived way. on Balls Lane. No joke. No. Balls. No Balls Drive. What? Balls Drive. That's where he had a. He grew up of for a bit on did. Balls Drive. Of course he did. Um. So I wish there was a house on Balls Drive. (laughs) 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 I would watch that one. Yep. So we do pop culture. Um, We've done a thousand twenty twelve. So I'm sorry. I just for I always hope it's a different year, and then they say 1987 or 2012 Mm -hmm. or 2004. Now has been. We need if you ever find a good episode that's in the 60s or 70s or 50s. God, please send us one. We need need it. it. Anyway, the number one song in 2012 was Now You're Just Somebody That I Used to oh, Know. From Hoser. Somebody. That was Gautier. Oh, Gautier, Gautier. not Hoser. Yeah, Gautier? where did he go off to? He just died? Featuring Kimbra. I don't or know. Or did he die? What if he did? <laughs> no. Oh. I, I don't know. He, I'll look. He hit it and he quit it. I guess. All right, here's something that happened. He out. In... Maryland, England, a lady named Margaret Parker mm-hmm. was in her garden. She probably had a lovely English garden, and she saw a mini tortoise. Not a turtle, but a mini tortoise, which is weird because they are usually like a more tropical. Mm-hmm. Um, and she t- took it in, took it to her breast, took it in her home, and tried to feed it. And it wasn't eating. She got very concerned and sent her daughter to market to buy some lettuce and tomato and they cut it all up and they're trying to feed this tortoise and the tortoise is still not eating. They don't know if it's, they think it's very ill. And so they called wildlife rescue center and they sent someone way over right away to the Parker home. And the lady came in and she saw the tortoise in the little shoebox with the lettuce and the tomato trying to eat it. And then the woman said, ma'am and picked up the tortoise says it's ceramic. It says made in China on the bottom she was trying to feed a ceramic garden tortoise what and she called the animal control for help it was a a ceramic garden tortoise the woman thought it was a live tortoise and was feeding it trying to feed it and sent her child to the store to buy it food (laughs) and the child knew how to get outside both of them had to have some sort of a brain to use the phone or use money at the store how do you not know this is a ceramic fake turtle in your own garden what's going on england was there that's what an american would do (laughs) not in england was there like some vision issues i I don't they didn't mention it wasn't mentioned two people too well, and the daughter could go to a store and read packaging she had to be able yeah. to see hmm. come on well that's humiliating and then it gets into the world news that's embarrassing margaret that parker yeah margaret something you were high as a kite or Maybe. they were on acid or yeah. something jank them jank them for sure Bath salts yeah well then what listen to this one. Oh no this we know well what happened to us so this is russia in 2012 Children walking to school find on the side of the road a five-month-old lion cub just on the side of the road in Russia. So, of course, they put the cub in the backpack and take the lion to school because all children take weird-ass horrible shit to school. They don't take it to home and show their parents the horrible Mm -hmm. thing they found. They always have it in school. Always 
happen in school, so their teachers have to deal with many, many an animal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just speaking from experience. Right. I don't know why, but right. many a uh, animal has been smuggled mm-hmm. into school, into lockers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the teacher is horrified because the lion is in her There's classroom. There's a lion, yep. So she calls, you know, whatever authorities, police, and it has the children just play with the lion for the afternoon. And then they find out, oh, it fell out of a car when we were transferring it to another zoo. Did you not notice it was gone? What? How did it fall out of the car? Oh, my God. It just was on the side of the road? Did you get to the zoo and realize you didn't have it anymore? Not go back? Jesus. What's wrong again with these people? And then the children, I mean, just playing with a a five-month-old lion cub is a big one. And then this, then we have... I feel like there were a lot of bad choices all around made that day. Just like this one. Here is a sir that decided to legally change his name to Mm -hmm. Bizao Doodoo. So pity bop bop bop. And so then he was arrested for get this excessive drug use. What? <laughs> and so his mugshot just said so pity bop 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 and it went viral because that's what he changed his last name to. Oh my god. And his first name is Bizao Dudu. But what judge let that happen? I don't know. He didn't I guess say it's like- not it's not fart and it's not Hitler. So we went, yeah, go mm. ahead. So I guess you can change your name to Bizao Doodoo Zappity Bop Bop Pop yeah. Bop. I guess. Is that better than Dexter D E H X T Y R? I feel like it is. Yes or no? I think it is. All right. Um,. He can say he's from wherever Mary Poppins is from. That seems like a... And he flew down on his umbrella, and that's the name's The name? I guess. I mean, that's what he can say. But he's also... He's excessive drug use. He don't care none. No. All right. Should we get into this Shalimar Way? Yeah. First of all, if you ever go to Shalimar Way, I just want you to know, this is a fucking mansion we're talking about. Yeah, this is a mansion town. You can look it up on the internet's. And it's monster. It's legitimately a mansion. Yeah. Okay. So Shalimar Way is in Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in a winding cul-de-sac with jumbo biggins. Speaking of mansions <laughs> and probably a lot the biggins, of fake the biggins. Wind, yeah, too. fake biggins yep. too. So the home we're going into was an eight thousand square foot home mm-hmm. what do you do with all that space how do you keep the box elder bugs out of eight thousand um, square feet i don't I, I feel like they maybe have the means to take care no, of it, them with exterminators maybe. i see they don't just let it run wild they don't. And take over they don't so that no. nut bar goes home and had yes. bugs in her hair from nut my home bar took home a friend yeah two from the basement i and would be horribly embarrassed but there's just i can't no i just can't but i can't go into more embarrassment when you're always constantly embarrassed that's the thing about being best friends yeah. you don't fucking care the you know everybody bugs climbed yeah. into her hair from my home and she yeah. took them to you're her just home like yeah when um, i when you leave her house you probably have cat poop on oh, your butt yeah i don't know who knows i probably do 
Who lived in this giant fucking mansion? Well, it was a doctor, of course, because mm-hmm. you go drive by huge ass houses like here. And I was like, what do these fuckers do? What do they do to get all this money? And I I'm sure guess they're doctors. doctors. Yeah. Um, his So Dr. Robert Newlander mm-hmm. was an OBGYN like Dr. Huxtable, but mm-hmm. hopefully. Well, yeah, he was just as terrible. We're going to just tell you that right now because that's the point. Yes. Um, and his lovely wife. Leslie, it was right. Yes, she was so pretty. She was so beautiful. Yeah, and looked. She was sixty and looked like forty. Yeah, she like did. in her thirties. She was very lovely. Yeah, um, and just a beautiful mm-hmm. woman. So, Doctor Robert, it says he returned from his job, but then he, there's some different stories here. But it's eight thirty in the morning, so he must have worked delivering a baby or something. Comes home, but he tells. A different story i think later we'll okay get. and there's leslie on the floor of the bathroom shower and she's not awake so she's like passed out on the floor so he yells at his 23 year old daughter jenna to call for help and mm-hmm. here's where we hear the 911 call that she called and when rachel and i were listening to the podcast i thought jenna was like 12 but she's 23 mm-hmm. we missed the 23 we were like Oh, she's 16 as like this 12-year-old? Man, she was really cutting it close there to the old menopause. <laughs> but um, she's 23. Yeah. Uh, so Jenna is calling. I don't think Jenna at this point had gone into the bedroom Mm-mm. or shower. Mm-mm. Her dad, Dr. Robert, Bab, mm-hmm. called her and said, Jenna, call 911. Your mother's fell in the shower. So she's talking and they're asking her questions and Jenna's hysterical, just saying, I don't know if she's Mm -hmm. breathing. I don't know if she's, she doesn't know anything. Um, And just saying, I don't know. I need someone to come. And then Jenna says, I'm going to head into the bathroom now so I can tell you more what's going Mm on. And the 911 says, where are you going? And she's like, I'm just going to go where she is and um, see what's going on. Right. When she goes into the bathroom she starts like screaming and screaming and screaming and she's yelling mommy 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 and screaming and then she's saying there's so much blood there's blood everywhere oh my god there's blood everywhere there's blood everywhere and so this is the phone call this is like legitimate fear yeah i mean she was horrified in someone's voice like i thought i mean even though she I mean, I, I thought it was kind of hard to listen to. Yeah. I felt really bad. Well, she was very genuine. I, I mean, this like was I, very, she was horrified when she saw probably. it all. Yeah. yeah. She just saw all this blood. Yeah. She had no idea what happened. And then the bedroom and the bathroom, the way she was talking about and the way we see pictures later, there was blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she's just like, what in the hell mm-hmm. happened here? You know, and the thought of your mother being hurt and bleeding that much, mm-hmm. you're terrified. Mm-hmm. So we hear from Sergeant Tom Norton, who heard the call, and he gets, well, he gets word that an unconscious person is at this house. A female had slipped, fell in the shower. She was unconscious, but she's going to get picked up. The EMTs were already there. They're going to take her to the hospital. So the Sergeant Tam goes in, and first off, he's like, Jesus Christ, this house is enormous. Yeah. And he's just trying to figure out where to go. And he's just listening for noise, he said, to like wind myself around this house. Yeah. He goes upstairs. He finds a guy 
in the office area that was Dr. Newlander, the husband. Mm -hmm. And then there was Jenna, and he said she was on the floor screaming hysterically Mm -hmm. and screaming mommy over and over and over again. And he was just like, what's going on? She's just passed out. And he was going to say like, people pass out all the time. Like, it's okay. You're overreacting. Mm -hmm. But he hadn't seen anything yet. And that's all he heard was she just was unconscious. Um, Paramedics came out of the bedroom where the victim was. And so he had not gone in the bedroom yet. The paramedic says to Dr. Newlander, I want your permission to stop CPR. She's gone. And the sergeant is still not really picking up on the clues yet. He's like, why do you, you know, he thinks to himself. Why are they doing CPR? Why are you doing CPR? She's just unconscious. Why are you doing CPR? He's still not getting it here. Um, And then Dr. Newlander was like, yeah, fine, you know. And Sergeant Norton then at the same time was like, oh, you delivered my baby. Like he... The sergeant's wife went to Dr. Newlander and he delivered his children. So it was like another connection. Um, Just a little coincidence. That's how much like in this town, he had delivered a lot of people's babies and had a lot of Mm -hmm. people in the town as patients. Mm -hmm. He was pretty well known. Norton then is like, holy shit. So what is really going on? He keeps some other officers with... (laughs) <laughs> oh my god bugs bug are flying around the dad yeah. and jenna or the husband dr bab bib and jenna Newlander. and he goes into the bedroom that has the bathroom connected off the bedroom and he says right away he's just stopped and he sees paramedics working on a female she's on a backboard and he just said i just saw blood everywhere blood's all around her head blood's all around the room he goes to the left he goes into the bathroom and he said there was just blood all over the floor blood all over the walls blood all over the shower and he right away is like holy shit this woman didn't just fall in the shower like this is a horrific scene like horrible he walks over to leslie who's on the backboard they are stopping cpr he looks at her hair he said it was completely matted with blood her left eye was so swollen and so closed and so uh blood just pooled into it that it was Mm -hmm. completely black and puffing out and he said he had never seen a black eye like that in all his years yes and had never seen a head wound like that that's how serious it was so then we meet some of Leslie's friends as um, Andrea, who's doing this one, is interviewing everyone to kind of get their reaction of this terrible accident. Mm-hmm. We meet Barry, or I mean, we meet Mary oh. Belzac, okay. who I'm going to call Mary Ballsack, because <laughs> Mary is a ball sack for most of this episode. I love it. Um, there's also Terry. So there's Terry and there's Terry and Mary. Terry and Mary. Terry so is the hero sack. of the story. Mary Ballsack is a ball sack. Yes. But she looks she looks fine. She's blonde. She has curly hair. She does have red Sally Jesse glasses on. I thought they both but they looked, looked cute on her. Normal. And Terry looked very normal. She yeah. looked pretty smart. She was very well put together. I liked him. Um so these were good friends of Leslie. When they both hear they're both totally stunned mm-hmm. because it just was so sudden. Um, 
in shocking mm-hmm. they were absolutely stunned because she as they say many times she was very healthy very fit she looked incredibly healthy and young and fit she was you know active and friendly mm-hmm. and everyone knew her this was just so strange um that she would slip this bed and fall to die anyway sergeant norton anyway that's at the scene he's making a quick assessment and he thinks oh shit i'm gonna be here a while because this looks to him like a mm-hmm. fucking murder and not just an accident right um he wanted everyone out god there is bugs everywhere god i'm sorry um he didn't say that sergeant no. didn't say that i did he didn't say there's bugs everywhere he just wanted everyone out but a few people because of contamination he's trying mm-hmm. to crack down this crime scene mm-hmm. and start figuring out what's going on because he's assuming like this is she was fucking beaten to death they r- learn that she wasn't in the shower when people came she was 50 feet away from where the shower was and that was something too he was thinking about like why why was she moved out of the shower why is there blood all over everywhere i mean why was she moved over here he's trying to just figure out and look in his head the scene that's so horrible and chaotic with blood everywhere and the body moved around um it was he, like he, he just was like he what had a wagon, a wagon or something or like a little a little cart that he was like, I'm going to move the body here yeah. now. Oh, whoop, now I'm going to put her in the wagon and move her over here. Like what the fuck? It, it didn't make any sense. No. Uh, he, the Sergeant stops and just tries to look at her head injury to say like, how, okay. How, you fell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, it, he said it was just a massive skull fracture, this massive Mm-hmm. injury crack in her head of something he had never seen and he knows head wounds bleed you know they bleed really bad but it's like this this was like how is it squirting all over the yeah. place if she's even unconscious she's not running around with right. her head squirting all over the location of his body was off the fact that dr newlander they learn and we'll learn more about all this stuff moved her into the bedroom from the shower to perform cpr and the fact of that black eye he's thinking she shouldn't have been moved for cpr and a doctor would know that everyone knows that smash the shit out of her head and then what if she had a spinal injury he's just moving her all over and spraying her blood all over yes i mean that's very suspicious he should know better and right there um the emmy i guess came and was there for maybe three seconds, saw the blood that's all over the ceiling, the walls, the floor of two different rooms, um, all of the, the black eye, the massive, massive, her head's popped open like a grape and bleeding everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's there three seconds. Well, golly, this is just a little bit of a slip and an accident. He determined it to be an accident right there at the scene before he even examined her body or saw any crime scene photos or anything. He determines it's an accident. So right there, the police are like, they had to stop immediately trying to crack the, He was trying to get the crime. The Sergeant Norton right. was trying to get the crime scene down to right. take photos and all this stuff. Well, now that it's determined an accident right then, they had to stop and leave. Because, because there's there nothing, nothing they can to do. investigate. Yes. Yeah. Because if it's an accident, the police can't investigate. Yeah. And so he had to just, he told his crew, I guess we're done. Pack up your stuff and go. And the house was immediately then turned over to the family mm-hmm. again. And 
they couldn't investigate anything and she was taken away because she was dead at the scene i mean quite dead at the scene <laughs> because rigor mortis had already set in yes which we'll find out which it takes hours but this was supposed to have just happened mm-hmm. which was another very much red flag that this emmy who clearly was on jankum and didn't have eyes right and exactly. that's not the one you hire. You want to hire an Emmy that is not on Jinkum, is brilliant, and has eyes. Because they're the ones that I feel like give it, you steer you in all the right directions. It is nice. And catch everything. For an Emmy to have eyes. Yes. I think it is piece cited in this job is a is a plus and a perk. But this fucker did not back down. No, he was very so he was also an extreme fucker that could I mean Eventually, we talked, we did, but this is someone who is er- obviously arrogant too yeah. and fucking dumb. I'm yeah. sorry, but fucking dumb. Yeah. Anyway, so the house is turned over. The whole neighborhood is just like, holy shit, she slipped and fell. Um, <laughs> holy and shit. She died and it just happened so fast. And they're like, Jesus. But, you know, they try to go on. And Mary gets talked to by Andrea, and Mary just says, you know, that Leslie and Bab were a lovely couple, powerful public persona. He's the doctor. Um, they had two children together, Jenna and a brother, Ari or Ari. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob, I think, had other kids from before. Uh, they were obviously doing very well because they had that mansion in Shalom- Shalimar Way and a house in the Caribbean. Rough. But Mary said Leslie was loaded, but she just acted like... A regular person she never flaunted her money mm-hmm. or was you know bragging about mm-hmm. her money bob was also very successful his practice is one of the best OBGYN practices mm-hmm. in the area he was doing really well he had delivered babies of like the whole freaking town like literally everyone yeah the cops baby the reporters, reporters baby the news anchors yeah. baby everyone's fu- he'd seen Everyone's Literally crotch. everyone's hoo-ha in the whole town. Um, and that's where his toupee, I think, came from. I think he stole pubes from the women <laughs> that he was delivering the babies and slowly fashioned a toupee out of pubes over the years. And had them woven. I couldn't even tell if it was a toupee, but something wasn't right at the top of his head. Uh, his hair just seemed very, very much... It was balls w- to the wall on the top. Yeah. Like in kind it was of pube like. Yeah. It was yeah. a skew and pube like. Okay. Okay. It was. I swear <laughs> to God it was. <laughs> I believe you. Um, Leslie was also a nurse. So she, I think, um, had a career in medicine that she gave up to stay home with the kids, Jenna and Ari. But her friends were also a nurse. So um, yes. the Terry was a nurse that worked for Bob. So she had some other inside information. Yes. But Leslie was also a nurse, but she she stayed home with the kids. Mm-hmm. So she did have medical training, which might come into her thinking later on. She would kind of know what to do and what not to do of feeling certain symptoms, which will come into play uh-huh. later, being a medical professional. She was also 60, but she was extremely strong. Right. Looked fantastic yeah really healthy super athletic so ping balling her head along the cement or the tile of her shower just doesn't seem like something she would be doing no just smashing it into the side like she's in a mosh pit in her own Mm -hmm. shower doesn't make much sense um anyway the only person who seemed to 
be a little bit suspicious of all this was Terry. Terry knew that Jenna's probably going to have some problems. So that night she went over, you know, the night of it, everyone's, she said, crying Mm -hmm. in the family room. She walks in. She's just, what do you even say? Um, Jenna and Leslie were like best friends, mother and daughter. Mm -hmm. And she just was heartbroken for Jenna. Um, Jenna asks Terry. So Terry hasn't been at the scene at this point. She's just coming over at night. Her friend had just died. She's trying to comfort Mm -hmm. her friend's family. Jenna says, can you come up with me and start cleaning up all the blood on the floor? Holy shit. First off, we'd be like, you know what? Let's let, let's just give this a few. (laughs) We don't have to do it today, but holy shit. I thought was super bizarre. Yeah. Really weird. Like you don't need to clean up the blood. We can have people come in and do that. And, and actually you do like, there are people that work just to clean up like scenes like that. Right. Because a lot of times they have to remove drywall to well, get yes. all right. Like all the blood stains out. You just you don't get to do that by yourself. Um, Terry was like, and don't okay. ask a friend. No, thanks. Yeah. And walks into the bedroom and bathroom and is fucking horrified. Yeah. She just was like, I thought you said she just fell in the shower and conked her head. Well, she looks in the bedroom and it's like someone took a squirt gun of blood and just blood was fucking everywhere, all over the carpet, all over the bed, all over the walls, all over the ceiling, drenching the bathroom, in the shower, all over the fucking floor, all over the walls. And it wasn't like a smear. It was spray. It was spatter. There were the little like misty things Mm -hmm. like she's. Blood is flying. Like what we talk there. about when yes. we're talking about like She's medium, hit. Sp- medium yes. velocity sp- spatter. Yeah. Like it's bad. Well, she even pulled. So Terry then even talked to their housekeeper that was there. Mm-hmm. And the housekeeper's like, I'm trying to fucking clean it, but it's just soaked. There's like gallons mm-hmm. of it soaked into the carpet. And Terry is also a nurse. She's like, if you lose this much blood, you're not just. And she said she thought it was like a closed wound, like just a bump yeah. on her head. And she's like, this is an open. Her head must have been completely peeled off. Yeah. I mean, she was just like looked at the scene and thought this is not an accident mm-hmm. right away. Right. There, this is not an accident. Why is everyone around here like this is an accident? And she's just totally losing it. Yeah. She said there was literally pools and pools of blood. And she's standing there with the housekeeper who's also looking at her like this is fucking weird. I can't mm-hmm. clean up all this blood. And they're trying to get me to clean it up mm-hmm. right away which is weird like you said um so terry she just said i she's said all the while i'm standing there this disturbing thought is coming to my head and she's like she was murdered she clearly was murdered and didn't they try to did you say this already they tried to get it out of the carpet and it just was so much that it just kept coming yeah they would just put a towel on it it would soak up and there'd just be more there it looks like there was more there they couldn't even begin to get it no and so Terry's now totally confused and she doesn't under, she said, I don't understand why the medical examiner came in. He looked at the scene, but he still said an accident. Like she it's blown right. her mind. Um, and so she didn't know what to do. And she goes back downstairs and there's the crying family. And she's just looking at Bob and tries to tell Andrea, like she just went into acting mode. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so sorry. But right now she, she was looking at him thinking, you you killed her. Like, right. you did it. You killed right. her. And she said she just tried to keep it together while she was there, you know, for Jenna. And Jenna's just not oblivious to it all. I don't. And still is. And it, I feel for her, but I don't. 
I don't know what's going on. How you would see that and not maybe put one and two together. <laughs> um, but I don't know. You're in shock. You're horrified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so during the morning period, um, all her friends come mm-hmm. and Bab is there, but and Mary Balsack is there. <laughs> um well, no, she wasn't there. She had had a fall she herself. Had, she fell too, yeah. And so that's why it was so. She had fallen, and Fucking then a, you guys got to watch where has you're going. In her deadly fall two days after this, yeah. after Bob and Leslie visited her. So yeah. I'm pretty sure Bob had something cooking in his head when yeah. he saw Mary. So Mary couldn't go, but her husband Jim went, mm-hmm. and of course Terry went, and she said that. They were, you know, people were coming to the house for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, they're bringing their food. They're staying and just trying to comfort everybody. She says after a few days of this, she said Bob was spent at the evening and starting to get extremely annoyed by having yes. all these people in his house. Yep. And she said he was very, very glad to see it end. Yes. I'm like, did <laughs> I can just hear him coming out into the crowd and just saying, God damn it i killed my wife so i wouldn't have to see any of her fucking friends anymore what are you fuckers doing in my house still why do you think i bashed her head in so you fuckers wouldn't come over exactly get out dicks (laughs) he's just annoyed that he still has to see her fucking friends after he oh my god that's what phil would do to you oh my god he wouldn't have to see your friends he hates us so bad So Terry was coming in and out, realizing Bob was acting the fool. Um, she was there when Bob got the final phone call, just saying it's all the paperwork's filed. Yeah, it was an accident, and Terry's just looking at him like, "Holy shit! This is crazy. This is not an accident. This is not no. an accident." And she doesn't know what to do. She even went to a psychic. They said for a while. Um, and these other notes and like yeah. didn't know what to do to get help um because she was too she didn't want to go to the police and start up something right. and just you know she's by herself kind of in thinking this she just was lost and she had kind of been friends with the, you know what i mean yeah. they were like well she was friends with bob too yeah, yeah. she worked for bob he was yes. her boss you really yeah. are, it's a hard time turning your boss yeah. in yeah you know that's she was in a hard spot mm-hmm. andrea meets with another one of leslie's friends this time he was a it's a man and his name was naveen ruby ne- nevin nevin yeah because right, i'm just nevin yeah nevin. um and they met and became besties at like a starbucks yes and he wasn't on her normal friend rotation so he never got the notice about the funeral or anything he no, didn't really get like, noticed that literally just met at a coffee shop yeah. like she was like hey what did you get and then they sat down and had coffee and became best friends. Right. And then met like every Monday and met or whatever. Every week for lunch. Yeah. And sometimes even more. Um, right. And so he had, he knew kind of um, another side mm-hmm. to her. Like he knew what she was talking, you know, he knew what she was saying about her marriage. He knew what she was saying about Bob, that maybe she wasn't telling other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so his story c- comes into play a little bit for the police when they find him. But weeks go by, months go by. Uh, Terry is helping Leslie's sister clean some of Leslie's things out of the house. And she kind of wanted to bring up her suspicions 
But then she Terry was waiting for the sister to bring up suspicions and she really never did. So she didn't want to say anything because the the family still was kind of yeah, she rallying maybe, around Bob. Yeah. But then we learn like the blood is all still there. It really never got cleaned up. And so she had to have seen it. Yeah. Um but Terry just keeps thinking, why is no one doing anything? And then she's being hesitant. And then she, she just was like torn up, totally torn up. She said she was not um, in a good position, mm-hmm. but she was totally, she felt totally alone in thinking that this was murder, which she mm-hmm. wasn't because all the police officers did, you know, but she didn't know right. that at the time. Um, and everyone else is just like, yeah, Bab. And she's like, he fucking killed her. And it was mm-hmm. awful because she had seen the scene. And she didn't know who to talk to at all for help. Right. So here, then she remembers a book club. <laughs> Terry had gone to a book club. I'm telling you, book clubs are good shit. At Leslie's house. And it was like a, it was like a murder book club. And one of the guests there had, was a coroner. Mm-hmm. And so she was giving her side, you know, her opinion as a court as an emmy you know for the book and then terry remembers oh god yeah this lady marries a corner i'll call her up and this is mary Balsack. yes um so terry so she, terry calls, calls mary. mary because mary's a doctor and was also chief medical examiner mm-hmm. and so she calls her and says oh this is terry we met at the book club mm-hmm. and tells her all her suspicions and mary says well, you know, and Mary's telling Andrea, well, I know she was probably just, you know, I was very skeptical because everyone watches like CSI and thinks everyone, everything's a murder. Yeah. She kept everyone saying Terry knows, was way off base. Thinks she know, they know how to do my job now yeah. because it's so pops. Yeah. Everyone is just knows what it's like to be me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Terry was, she pretty much said Terry was acting like a crazy fucker fool. Mm-hmm. But she says, you know what? And she said, I have faith in the system. If it was a murder, the police would do something. Well, they can if that fucking M.E. Right. You know, and, and says he doesn't even do his job. He didn't even examine her before. And she was just like, well, he must have done it. Right. Like, yeah. But she didn't know a any colleague of that. or yeah. something. And I, I, I'm not going to talk shit about him. So, yeah. And she says, but you know what I do? I listen to the family. They mm-hmm. have their fucking dumb stories. She pretty much says. So I just look at them and listen and humor mm-hmm. them. But then I tell them they're fucking dumb and I'll do my job anyway. <laughs> so she says, I listen to Terry tell me her story um, because that's my training, you know, to listen. And she's just, I don't know. She's probably was trying to be normal, but she just struck me as kind of a little bit pretentious know-it-all because fucking you're on dateline bitch terry was right it was a murder right you know but she just poo-pooed her but yeah i mean how i mean but then you can think like how Mm -hmm. a a murder might be a little bit dramatic she's probably thinking people don't just get murdered that you know at a book club you know but they do you know but mary just when terry was done terry even described like the blood was everywhere Mm -hmm. blood wasn't just in the shower it was all over the bathroom how is she moving if she's knocked unconscious how is she getting all this blood everywhere what's going on right and then he moved her for she's telling like he moved her for cpr but he's a doctor she had this black eye like her head was cracked fucking open Mm -hmm. blood is squirting all over the walls and it's spray it's not like Mm -hmm. a smear and she's telling her everything in the end, Mary's like, I'm not alarmed by any of this. All of it is not normal, Mary. Mary, 
get a little bit of a, a fucking imagination and picture the scene and read this the room is why we call you Ballsack, yeah. mary you're mary Ballsack. get a just put one and two together somebody you don't if i i, I can't I, mary i'm so mad at you right now <laughs> and you did terry wrong mary i think that Mary, I mean, when you watched her, like, I, I feel like she was likable, but I also feel like that's probably why she's good at her job, because she doesn't want to read into anything. Like, I feel like if she would have been called to the scene, she would have gotten it right. But I think it was like she wasn't there and she's just listening and whatever. She just seemed a little on the dry side. But she even said nothing life. struck me as something I would need to be aware of or a concernable. The blood yeah, everywhere, the, blood the CPR, would, yeah. the black eye, the, I mean, there were so many weird. She gets better. I'm, I'm going to, I mean. She does, but it takes a fucking long yeah, time. I know. You and can she be still mad at doesn't her listen to fucking Terry. For like Terry. 10 more minutes. I know. I don't know. I thought she was. A, Terry's the shit. A yeah. ball sack. Yeah. She was a ball um, sack. Mary right does say, Terry, you can just go to the police and give a statement if mm-hmm. you're really concerned. And Terry's like, well, that's what everyone says. All right. Fuck. I'll do that. Whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> Because she's saying, why is Bob, Yeah, you know, we're all doctors here. Why is Bob moving the body everywhere? Like you said, Bob um, moves. I'm going to just try and do some CPR here and put the body on the hamper. Okay, that's not working. And he mm. carries her around. Blood is spraying all over her head. Yeah. But somehow it's no. spatter yeah. and I'm not smears. I'm going to put it on the dresser here. Yeah. But I, oh, the CPR's not working. Or right, I'm going to put her on the bed. Oh, the bed's not a great place oh, for CPR oh. either. I'm going to stand her up against the wall here. <laughs> or I'll just put her back on the toilet and just pretend she's just shitting and give her CPR. I mean, totally inappropriate. <laughs> and anyone looking at it would be like, "What? why were you carrying the body around like a sack? You're supposed to just do the CPR. Yeah, at, in situ, in the scene. You keep doing it sometimes until it hurts you yes so you have bruises on your hands that's how you do but it but he fucked i mean th- yeah. obviously th- his response is so suspicious yeah but fucking mary oh yeah. mary fucking mary um bob even was very good as an emergency doctor too and kept calm so this was so beyond that he was acting mm-hmm. the fool like mm-hmm. this and terry just thought all this together she just kept saying there's she thought it over and had you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks, mm-hmm. she said, there's just one conclusion I go to all the time. She was murdered. There's no other option, especially with what she saw and what she knew actually about the relationship. Right. And she's looking around the communities rallying mm-hmm. around him because he's, you know, the, this doctor, the fucking family all yeah. is rallying around him. So she does feel totally left out. And kind of like, am I at the dick for thinking he married her? But then she thinks it all through her head again and comes to the same conclusion. No, he did. Um, I feel like if you're a good gynecologist or a good OB and gynecologist, yeah, that there is something about like you want to feel close to them in a weird way because they're looking at your crotch all the time and then the most important thing in your life is coming out and they pull it out and they're like i don't know i feel like you don't you obviously don't want to think your obgyn is a murderer right like well yeah but you don't want to think even your friend is a murderer well no but you're just like 
he look at he delivered everyone's baby. He's the best. But you don't want to think Dr. Huxtable was roofing everybody, and he was. I still don't like to think about that. Um, Terry's at work one day, and a cop comes in, and Terry is just like, oh, "This and, is my chance." Yeah, this is my chance. Oh my god! And she <laughs> grabs him and at, t- spills everything to this cop, right. who I think was there with his wife as a patient. So, like, he's just there <laughs> sitting, you know, and she just um, spilled everything to him. And mm-hmm. so he was like, oh, um, the detective said, I want to hear more about this. This sounds really suspicious. Mm-hmm. Thank you, fucking Mary. Right. So his name was Scott, who knows a suspicious scene when he hears it. Thank God. And Terry's still fucking nervous about going to the police station. So Scott says, well, just come over to my house and I'll give you a, a drink. And she you can feels drink really it. like she's like the town is spying on her. Yeah, I th- she's, she's turning scary. nuts because she's just yeah, so she's torn so up. she's distraught by this. Yeah. So she goes over to Sarge, Sarge, she goes over to the Scott's house. Um, And he also works with Sergeant Norton, who was at the scene. Mm-hmm. And so they together hear this again from terry where they both were very suspicious about the scene and tom norton the sergeant is still he said over 22 years of my career Mm -hmm. he's seen a lot of falls he said i've never seen a wound that bad right but he said it's my job i have to trust the medical examiner and defer to his findings because that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. And he said he's supposed to be the expert in his field. He said they respected him, but he walks in and just goes accident. How? How? You have to know that's not right. So, but I, I, I he, had, he can't understand. say anything about when it. I even looked at it. I was like, there is blood spattered everywhere yeah because it's not a smear it's spray yes it's like where she's being hit on the wall it's spattering off her wound as she's being beaten and it was all alongside her face and yeah. i don't understand how you would get like three gashes on your face from falling in the shower well, yeah unless she what just decided to puncture your face in the pin shower ball, like i said pinball her head like conk 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 it wasn't yes, like course. it wasn't like she just split her head open well, or he was something. hitting her with it was something like a gash well she was this fucked up was on crack well, and everyone who saw the scene except or, the me and fucking mary do you think that guy was getting paid by the gynecologist doctor? i don't know but he like made they a, were friends I mean, or something did he have a lunch he had he to get to wouldn't go back asshole. on it i know um so those two cops are like holy shit like we know we know something's fucked up, but right now with the Emmy has it as an accident. There's just nothing we can do, mm-hmm. but they kind of, they do mention that the DA got a letter two days after Leslie's death and this mysterious unsigned letter said, you need to look into this. It's not an accident. Mm-hmm. It's a murder. This wealthy couple had tons of financial problems and I feel like this is pretty much saying she was killed for mm-hmm. her insurance money to pay off a bunch of shit. Right. And they know it had to be written by someone that knows them because it just sounded like they knew a lot of intimate details, but they never figured out who wrote it. So it was like, for sure, Tra- Terry wasn't the only one who thought that. Because right. Terry did, did not write that letter. No, she it was didn't. someone else. Yeah. 
The police decide to look again at what Jenna said uh, at on the 911 mm-hmm. call and the police. And they're trying, they're noticing that before Jenna, she hasn't seen the scene when she starts calling 911. And when she gets into the bedroom, her dad is taking her mom out of the bathroom and carrying her into the, or was carrying her into the bedroom. She said there is blood everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that she said was before even her dad had carried her into the bedroom. There was already, it was covered in blood. Right. Right there, her statement, the police think there was, you know, blood was in. She was attacked in the bedroom and then put in the bathroom and to say she fell. And that's what they're getting. That's what they're thinking just from Jenna's statements at when she was questioned by the police afterward and by her 911 call. But they, again, can't really do shit. Meanwhile, Dr. Newlander, Dr. Bab gets an attorney and they thought, well, you know what? I mean, it's probably best because who knows if they start questioning about it. But they said it's, you know, it can be suspicious because he mm-hmm. he hasn't even been questioned really right. yet as being part of it. Um, they do find, though, that Bob and Leslie were struggling with money because mm-hmm. Bob's medical practice, and this is something Terry knew, lost all of the patients that had blue cross blue mm-hmm. shield and that was a third of the practice so he took a huge financial right. hit he had to fire terry and most of his staff because he couldn't afford them anymore and he was hugely in debt because his practice just pretty much took right. a shit um and that was something that like so terry knew and terry knew he was pretty upset and how much financial damage mm-hmm. this did to them um so anyway they still are they're getting a little bit more of this background story into their lives they still can't do much because it still says accident is this when they also they interviewed the daughter again right and she not until she testified but I thought they were kind of trying to figure out again where when she kept saying like she laid or they no they didn't re-interview her they were looking at the tapes yes, again right of her interview to try to figure yes. out when she and saw the blood when where she said I um saw my dad like tending to her or something and they were like did you actually see your dad give her CPR and she was like no he was like checking her pulse. And they were like, so you never saw him give her CPR? And she was like, no. So they knew that from that taped interview, too. Yeah, and a lot of yeah Yeah. weird stuff from that that was red flags. Yeah. But this is what kind of got it rolling. So Leslie tells police that she gets a call from Bob three months after her death, which he never really ever called her before, Mm -hmm. ever. And he just was like, so what's what's new with you? And Leslie's like, holy, I, I don't, you know i'm fine okay but she's telling police like he's never called me before um i i didn't know what he wanted to talk about you know it was super awkward really really awkward um i don't know if he was even testing her like what he like he maybe had been hearing that she'd been going around or something um but he was also like her boss that he had had fired her you know Mm -hmm. And, and so she's like this is weird you know he had never just called her for like a Right. Just talk and like, chat. I've just been alone. I'm just checking. But back then he in. calls Mary too. 
and calls up on her. And And Mary thought that was super fucking weird because then he tells Mary, like, I'm going to be going out of town to another country for a while and leaving pretty soon. And for some reason, that makes Mary suspicious. (laughs) Mary Balsack gets suspicious when a rich doctor who had just lost his wife decides to take a vacation. That to her is a giant red flag not the (laughs) blood painting the walls of a bedroom from a shower fall mary get a fucking grip yep so mary was so disturbed by him possibly leaving the country she said it just went in her head murder he's guilty and she went and called her friend that works whatever in the da office and that's we've had him before bill fitzpatrick oh yeah we've had him on a forensic files i think he was pretty good she's friends with him and yeah we've talked about him before good old bill yeah and said i want to see everything give me the case files and so he does and she takes them home and looks at the crime scene looks at her autopsy goes over everything she says well i could see how he maybe could think she fell in the shower because it's a head wound but she's like um she was clearly beaten to death right she just by looking at it she said by the time she finished looking at all the pictures reading everything she was 100 percent sure let's right. was murdered who told you that mary who told you it, it terry was terry terry told you terry. mary she said she died as a result of blunt head trauma and decided i need to go forward with this so she called the dumb lazy emmy mm-hmm. and said fucker you Look really again. screwed this up like this yeah. is fucked she was murdered and you're a fucking asshole mm-hmm. and so he's like <laughs> and so she says all right we're gonna have a fucking meeting and i'm gonna call all these other emmys into the room and they're all gonna look at it and see what they say and they did so they had a bunch of other prominent very prominent medical mm-hmm. examiners and the douchebag one all in a room together they all looked over the case file every single other emmy said holy shit this is a murder scene she was murdered right Right. away she was murdered 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 the current emmy still says now i think it was an accident he wouldn't give in um i'm pretty sure this is just you know a little bit of an accident mary felt better knowing that every other person with eyes Mm -hmm. could see instantly including the da including all the police and including all the other medical examiners only that of uh, that medical examiner and the lady in England with the stone tortoise right. could not right. see that it was a murder. Only those two. Right. The DA is still stalled and Mary's now Mary's now fully on board in trying Balsack to is Yeah, Balsack is like, like, well now that I've decided it's murder, <laughs> we should be doing something. Right. And she pushes Terry down and like goes to the front saying, <laughs> I've discovered this. And Terry's um, like, not so fast, ball sack. The district attorney agrees and he just reaches out to Dr. Bob's attorney and says, you know, can we just have another, just a chat? I'm not going, I'm just going to ask questions. And so they agreed to that. And this is on video and recorded. And bill fitzpatrick just says you know what take me just take me through the day Mm -hmm. tell me what happened so now instead of coming back from work he said he went that morning and went for a run 
and then came back home and was in the process of getting coffee and he was going to bring coffee up to her because that's his normal routine. That's what Phil does to me every morning. Well, he used to. No, he doesn't get up. No, because he hates you. Yeah. Um, And then he goes to wake Jenna up, who's 23, but Mm. she needs her dad to wake her up. Yeah, that's I feel like there's just a... Maybe a Lego loose or something in that one. (laughs) There's something ain't right. Something ain't right. Yeah. So then he goes with the coffee to go check on Leslie to Mm -hmm. bring it to her. And he couldn't see her in the bedroom. And he he heard the shower running. So he goes into the bathroom, maybe to be a prevert and watch her through a hole, take her shower. I'm like, gross. Um, She had the door closed. If she's in her own bedroom, in her own bathroom ensuite, do you shut the door? Maybe she was taking a giant dump, but she didn't think someone was home. So I, I, that I seems know. weird that the door would be shut. Yeah. Um, Into her own, because the bedroom door was already like closed, mm-hmm. but whatever. People do whatever they want. Um, She's not answering. He's knocking on the door. Well, just go in. You've seen her naked. Right. I mean... And if she's having sex with some other guy, you could go see that and be mad. I don't know. Go in. So he's knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking. And he goes into the bathroom and there she is on the floor of the shower. And the detective's like, oh, um, okay. Um, can you describe to me why you moved her from the bathroom and clearly carried her in some sort of spinning sack yeah. to get her blood over every inch of your bathroom and bedroom? Yeah. Um, and he said, well... Um, I mean, he clearly, he explains that he moved her four or five times to get the perfect spot for CPR. And everyone's jaws hit the floor like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. What are you talking about? Who does that? Nobody has ever once done that. You're not supposed to. And they said, shouldn't you have just done the CPR right where she was? Like, turned off the water, maybe, and just... Like yeah, it there, I mean, or laid her out on the like floor. A really, you know, like they're laying on a, their backs on a rock, and you need to just scooch them right. over to get yeah. them into a flatter. Sure, like no, to open their airway or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and he said, "Well, it was too dark. Um, there's t- two giant skylights in the bathroom. It was a sunny, sunny, sunny day, so sun was streaking in, and these two huge windows. They said that the police said that." the bathroom was like the brightest room in the fucking house that doesn't make sense and he said well you know i couldn't see so i moved her and they're like oh okay and he's just his story again doesn't add up at all and they're trying to understand like okay if you did cpr right you are doing it constantly to where sometimes the person might even have cracked ribs right um but the paramedics are saying it seems like no one has started CPR. It doesn't seem like she had anything done because there was no like redness or bruising on her body. Um, the paramedics already said um, that he was, mm-hmm. when they walked in, he was just sitting mm-hmm. by her. He was not doing CPR. He was just sitting right there next to her in a blood soaked room. Right. And that they were the first ones to even attempt CPR. Okay. But that's still like, not proof that he beat the shit out of her head. Although I feel like it's <laughs> the scene is enough. Yeah. The scene is enough. Yep. Um, so the words getting out that the police are talking to him and he might be, you know, under investigation for murdering right. his wife. Cause all these weird things are coming out. Right. 
And we hear from a reporter who also, you know, like had her baby uh, delivered by this guy. And that's where the police decide to talk to her friends. And they talk to Nevin again, the Starbucks date. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, they would just talk. They had met at the Apple store or whatever. Would go to a Starbucks. And I feel like he was not a romantic rival. He might have been gay. I believe maybe um so because they would have lunch all the time and just talk about like their relationships yes. and yes um she said would talk about her husband and andrew said well what did she say about her husband he said well she, she never said anything nice once mm-hmm. about her husband and in fact she started talking about that they she wanted to get a divorce um, she was pretty certain like mm-hmm. Bob had been cheating throughout their entire marriage right. and she just was pretty much done with it. And Nevin only knew her just for a few months, but somehow Bob found out about him and sent him a test, a text saying, what are you doing with my wife? What are you talking about? And he's like, we're literally just going to lunch. There's nothing between us. You know, we're just friends that meet for lunch and coffee and Andrew even says, well, if I was going out with a guy every week, my husband would want to know. And he said, yeah, I get that, you know, but mm-hmm. it was nothing at all romantic at all. Um, we were totally just friends. And she said, well, you are a younger, handsome guy. And he said, oh, I'm not Brad Pitt. I'm no Brad Pitt. Yeah, and Andrea just goes, <laughs> she goes yep. you're not bad. You're a good looking guy. So Bob, though, was very angry that Leslie was meeting Nevin for lunch. Mm -hmm. And when he texted him again, he told him stay out of their marriage. He doesn't want her to meet her again. Mm -hmm. Um, But the last time they met, that's when Leslie said it was literally just a couple days before she died. She said, I'm filing for divorce. I'm going to move out Mm -hmm. or whatever. We're done. I'm separating. She also told that to Terry and she said, like she was busy and said, Terry, I'll tell you all about it Tuesday. Mm-hmm. This was a few days before, but I'm leaving Bob. We're getting divorced. I'm done. And Terry said, well, I wanted to hear it all Tuesday, but she was dead by Tuesday. Like she was already yeah. dead. Um, so the police are learning that there was some money issues. Bob was having affairs. Terry was going to leave him and already told him she intended to leave him, which means she's going right. to take some more of Bob's money yeah. or get, alimony payments or whatever and bob obviously had some financial concerns so it's looking more and more like it is possible there's some motives there the police try to go look at the house and they realize that bob has sold the house there are new buyers and the Uh police say can we go into the house and like yeah we haven't even moved in yet go in it's just sitting there empty Mm -hmm. the police go in and nothing had been cleaned so Bob had been living there for a few months before he sold it. And the, there was still blood everywhere. Still the bloody headboard was there. The blood all over the bathroom. They said the shower looked like it had not been cleaned it's since so that day. Weird. Where, I mean, I guess he would have other rooms, but he never cleaned any of it up. It was, and then he just He left. left it. And he left it all bloody. He left the scene there all bloody. Also, who bought the mansion and was were like taking a tour of it and walked in and said oh my god what an amazing master bedroom and ensuite with blood all over the fucking floor i i don't know blood everywhere do they not 
the in the Look carpet at it before they spent billions of dollars on it. I don't know. So the police are giddy because they can go in now and just look all they want because they got permission from the owners they weren't sure things were going to still be there but like they said they looked in and everything is still fucking left where it was they're taking pictures of the blood i mean the Mm -hmm. blood spatter like it is spatter where there was a hit happening there it's just yeah spraying all over the wall and in the corner and you can see it all they the detective Norton says, I don't know if it was just the sun, the sun or the light, but all of a sudden I looked just right at the headboard and there was blood all over it oh that they hadn't God. noticed before. Yeah. Well, they couldn't examine the room. So, I mean, it's not like they missed it. So they took the headboard with them to examine it and her blood was all over the headboard. And they're like, how would blood spat? Like, how would spray get all over the headboard? Mm-hmm. Even if he's doing CPR, is it spraying out of her head as he's like pumping? But he never did CPR. So they think he started the attack while she was in bed or asleep. It was beating her head. And then she must have got up and tried to run around. And he was chasing her and attacking her yeah. until he killed her and then throws her in the shower to act like Jesus. Um, she fell in the shower, goes out and goes for a run and runs all these errands and then comes back. And that's what they were thinking happened. So they felt pretty lucky they got this bloody headboard in custody so they could mm-hmm. they could see all the stains and measure all the you know mm-hmm. see all the dried blood and they figured that's where it started. Um and the fact that the actual shower was not cleaned, they could get some evidence techs out there to take measurements, all these carpet samples that had gallons of blood poured into them, um the blood spatter, all of this are collecting as evidence. Mm-hmm. Um and getting that all ready. But it's still not a homicide. It's just still an accident. But now that they have Leslie's blood on this headboard and these pictures of the scene, they go back to the Emmy and just are like, can you, this is two years after she's dead. They go back to him and say, just fucking look at some of this stuff. And that's when the Emmy just quietly without saying anything just no explanation he switched it to homicide Mm -hmm. finally after they just said look at all of this crap you dildo you are a moron put the jenkin huffing tub down (laughs) and look at this you asshole yes so then they get a grand jury they get an indictment and dr newlander is arrested everyone goes nuts because he's the kindly baby crotch doctor And now he's supposed to be a killer. All of his children are standing by his side. All of Leslie's fucking family Mm -hmm. are standing by his side. But sometimes you just don't want to, you don't want to believe that you just don't want to believe it. you don't want to. And you just can't see it. When people have seen your crotch, sometimes it's hard to think I've had people see my crotch that I just don't care for. So it's possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then he gets an attorney that's the dumbest bastard ever. What is it? Hyperbole when you say like those exaggerated things. Yes. Yep. Because he just, I have never had a client whose innocence I believe in more firmly than him. Oh, my God. Lies, you dickweed. Dude. Lies. And then Dude. he's like, there is not a kind of man in the history of the world right um absolutely not sir and you're paid to say that you dumb 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 yeah dummy yeah um 
So they, fucker. He is Mary and this guy, but Leslie's friends are not the family or relatives. They were like, "Bitch, you killed her." So Leslie's friends are all in court on the prosecutor side like bitch we know what you did and you're gonna pay for it yeah so then the the jury starts and they um show the horrendous scene they show the horrific um headboard the bloody bloody bathroom the horribly bloody bloody room all of her incredibly horrific injuries that again you just you slip in the shower you're gonna hit maybe the back of your head or maybe a little bump on the side of your head i don't understand was she like do a giant mountain of coke and was she like dancing some sort of weird psychotic (laughs) dance to shakira to smash the shit out of her head that none of that is possible no now what happens is jenna takes the stand for her dad and she goes on and they ask her questions and she's changing her story and the prosecutors know she's lying up on the stand and so they you know they feel terrible for her they even said she's another victim because they're like this is perjury she's lying you could go to jail so they pretty much just drill her her she says the opposite of what's on her 911 call yeah she's saying the opposite of what her interview said and they're playing all this for you know the jury and then you know and she's just falling apart on the stand and so it was a completely disastrous Mm -hmm. fuck fuck job she did but she's just a wreck i'm absolutely sure um a forensic as expert also came in and said leslie was in full rigor mortis so that means when the paramedics came in that she had died hours earlier than dr newlander said Mm -hmm. so that means he did this in the morning and threw her in the shower and then did all his errands and came back in fact the family housekeeper told the jury she was the one that usually changed the bed sheets but it looked like they had all been changed. Oh my God. So there was obviously more blood all over these bed sheets. Why didn't he even, he didn't even attempt to clean anything else, but the bed sheets no, must have been so. Yeah. And so they don't know where he put the bed sheets, but he drove them somewhere and hid them and threw them away oh with whatever weapon he used. Yeah. He, he hid all this, yeah. threw it somewhere and they never found it. Um, and so they're presenting all this to the jury and, Again, the crime scene photos are just ridiculous. That Bill Fitzpatrick has a daughter who was learning forensic science and she just wanted to help him with his case and looked at all the crime scene photos. And she's like, Dad, the coffee cup. You said he brought a coffee cup in to her and he would have placed the coffee cup. And there is a coffee cup in the pictures. All around the coffee cup is just bloody gore. But the coffee cup is just white and no blood on it so if he would have put the cup down before he saw her in the bathroom before he brought her in where he said he was taking her 1700 places to do you know cpr and that's how the blood got all over right there would have been blood all over the coffee cup too because it was sitting on blood Mm -hmm. and so they use that as a he's staging the scene his whole coffee cup story is made up he put that coffee cup there um and look at how there's no blood on it and The defense says, well, Leslie's head injuries are consistent with a woman that had vertigo. 
I mean, and if she did have vertigo, fine, but she would probably know I'm having a vertigo spell as a medical professional. I probably shouldn't stand in the shower right now. Or if I have to clean my crotch, I can kneel. Mm -hmm. So I think she would have known enough about herself to not go in there feeling dizzy to pinball her head against the side. Exactly. That's not, that doesn't make sense. You're right. Um, She would have just did a whore's bath and just got Mm -hmm. to, you know, washed her pits and her stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So this makes no sense. It also does not explain, did she have vertigo all over her bedroom and squirting her blood all over? (laughs) No, she did not. And I think he had his shirt off, so they couldn't, like, they couldn't tell. He took his shirt off or something, too, and he was, like, naked on the top. He took his shirt off because doing CPR was so hard, except he never did CPR. And so he should have been covered in blood, and I think he was, like, hiding that by taking his shirt off. There was all, and then they didn't know where the bloody bed sheets were. And the, um, they're like, well, maybe she did, you know, change the sheets. Oh, my God. Well, when? when? <laughs> during, your, during your vertical spell? I mean, so the def- it's just a shit show. Um, the jury goes and they come back pretty fast saying, this fucker is guilty mm-hmm. and so he gets sentenced you know and jenna's crying and his family's crying and they're all upset um the friends are all like thank god they're like so sorry yeah. this is obvious yeah they just feel like he beat her put her in the shower went and did stuff and then pretended he found her and then he was just acting the fool and everything too afterwards just to get her insurance money which is the oldest story in the book he didn't want to be like shame uh, he was ashamed right and yes. he didn't want to lose his status exactly as the best he wanted to be doctor a around. widower instead of a yeah. divorcee pig you yeah. know that's been cheating and lo- right. poor he wants right. to be a rich pig right pervert exactly um he gets what he got 20 years to life in prison now the update was well he's in prison for a while and they realized juror number 12 is a dumb bitch who is getting texts all throughout the trial from her friends showing her articles of the whole crime no so they kick this so his attorneys obviously go back and say you had a fucked juror Mm -hmm. so we need to do this all over again and they do they Give him a new trial. Get him out of jail. They get him a new trial. They prosecute him again. This time they don't put Jenna on the stand from the defense because she was a disaster. Right. Um, But they just put all the same shit out there and they come back guilty again. Mm. Um, And so he is in jail. Yeah. Guilty as the shit Mm -hmm. for doing the dumbest murder in a long time just yeah. if you're gonna he just just try he didn't even I don't try know. he didn't even try because there was blood every i mean he just beat the shit out of her and didn't even care yeah he didn't try and I, did he not think she she probably didn't think she was gonna die and that then she died and he was like holy shit now i gotta poor yeah. effort oh very piss poor effort for being a medical person to well, cover yes. it up i mean so dumb like 2012, there, oh, sorry, oh there had been like forensic files for a while. Yes. He should have known better. He should have, of course. He should have known that 
those fuckers would like shine some luminol on the headboard and see it. Well, yeah, and then you don't carry someone around yeah. six places no. to do CPR. No, you do not. What a moron! Not your dead rigor mortis no. wife either. God, idiot! He was a stupid asshole. He was really um, dumb, dumber than crap. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Make sure that we do you so much. Subscribe. Give us a rating wherever you listen. Write us reviews. We love them. We do. Um, and don't forget about Book Club. The Killing Woods by Linda Berry is yes. our book for February. We're going to meet in March. And remember that if you go to our Patreon website, you can find us that it's always new episode out. There is a new episode that we dropped this weekend. So that is available to you if you support us. Co-starring um, Netbar. Oh my God! Yes, Nettie. Netbar sets straight some of the horrible lies Net that Megan Bar tells just... by explaining that the lie is far worse than we had already <laughs> thought and more horrible, and just embarrasses herself I think more. The lie was better. The lie was more. The lie was better. She clarifies into something far more horrible. <laughs> so again, you. Yes, <laughs> you can hear it. You can hear only it on Barbie, Patreon. Yes. Um, we also have Etsy with stickers and we, we just have tons of shit. So uh, thanks for being the best listeners ever. Um, bye.